This is the Horse Radio Network. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1440, brought to you today by American Harvest. Good oral health is important for horses as well as people, and Dr. Jeff Tucker stops by to chat about keeping your horse's mouth healthy. And we'll get right to our tip after we hear from American Harvest. Is your horse showing signs of nervousness, inflammation, pain, or digestive issues? If so, American Harvest products might be the solution you need. American Harvest's natural equine hemp pellets are vet-formulated and produced from natural hemp. The palatable pelleted formula is manufactured with potent raw CBD using no chemical processing, so your horse will love the taste as much as you will love the benefits. Look for the full line of American Harvest products at your local equine shop, any Hubbard dealer, or you can go online to store.alltech.com. And right now, American Harvest is offering an exclusive giveaway for you, Loyal Horse Radio Network listeners. One lucky winner will receive a 90-day supply of American Harvest equine products. Check out today's show notes for details on how to enter. And I have last lassoed Dr. Jeff Tucker from thehorsesadvocate.com. Yes, he is a real vet, and yes, he is a real horse dentist. And every once in a while, we get him to sit still long enough to chat with us here on Horse Tip Daily. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Tucker. Thank you, Jennifer. This one, this tip is a little follow-up from one we did on cavities and pulp chambers. If you haven't listened to that one yet, head on over to horsetipdaily.com and just type in Dr. Tucker or just Tucker in the search bar and his all of his tips will pop right up. And we talked a little bit about cavities and fractured teeth in that tip which, of course, had to do with the health of the horse's teeth, which, of course, makes one think, okay, if his teeth are healthy, that means his mouth has to be healthy. You're not brushing your horse's teeth every day, so hello, what do we do? Uh, Well, if you do start brushing horse's teeth, do it in private because everyone's going to think you're nuts. (laughs) and I have all the little girls that come up in the barn to say, are you brushing his teeth? And I'm like, don't use brushes called with carbide steel on them. It's not going to work out well. <laughs> but when I, when I talk about the health of the teeth, it's really important to understand that these teeth are, um, they were made a long time ago in the horse's life. It's like the lead inside a mechanical pencil. Uh, and as you write with it, it clicks out more tooth. And as you write, you usually turn the pencil because one side gets long and sharp. And that sharp edge can dig into the cheek and into the tongue. And in some horses, it can make it very uncomfortable. There's one expression I love to say, it's not how sharp the teeth are, it's their threshold of pain. So if I put a pebble in your shoe, an identical pebble into your friend's shoe, and ask you both to jog down the barn, one of you is going to uh, just jog and the other one's going to say, no, I can't. It hurts too much. Same pebble, two different results. So we can't just look in the horse's mouth and say, oh, are they sharp or not sharp? We actually have to look at what's happening to the horse. Now, if we don't take care of the horse's mouth, they can start to have some health issues in there. Before I go any further, I'm a big fan of saying, how did horses survive this long without humans? And I get that. I understand it. And I know that the teeth probably haven't changed much in all the years. But 
suffice it to say that if you're putting a bit in the mouth or you're feeding the horse all sorts of foods that they weren't uh, developed for, and you're trying to get everything to be hunky-dory and happy in the horse's mouth, in most horses, they're going to do fine. But there's a good percentage of the horses that are going to start to alter the way they chew. They're going to favor one side. And I'll bet that when you chew tonight at your meal, uh, you're going to find that you chew mostly on one side. And I find the horses do the same thing. But they also try to avoid pain. Now, we all know that horses move in a circular direction. But there is a veterinarian up in Saskatchewan named Dr. Carmalt who put on a uh, computer skin over a horse and asked it to chew. And this is what the um, movies use to uh, put up an ape riding a horse. You know, it's not an ape. It's a human riding it wearing these suits. And then they superimpose the ape on it. So they were able to look at the motions and, and identify it. He called it right-handed chewers or left-handed chewers, to which I was screaming at the back of the room, hey, I've been calling it like that for years, but it's okay. I've been doing this since 1983 and just hit my 75,000th horse uh, last September. So I've seen a bunch of these. And what I've discovered is when you remove all sources of pain, which are these sharp teeth, then the horse can start to maneuver its mouth without restrictions and move his tongue without restrictions. And we keep forgetting how important the tongue is. The tongue is used to not only clean the mouth, it's to distribute the food so it can be chewed properly, distribute the saliva, which is filled with um, antibodies. And we all know about antibodies from the COVID thing. We've all been talking about it. But we have to kill some of the bad bacteria that enter the mouth so that's there. Um, I've seen some horses that are very old, like in their 30s, that can't move their tongue, and they actually get a stale smell in their mouth. It's like old man's breath. And I file their teeth and come back in you know, three to six months, and there's no smell in there anymore. Also, and this is really important, if I come up to you and gently push you on your shoulders, and you resist that pushing with your core muscles, if I did that for 30 days and you resisted, your abdominals, your legs, all those muscles would become strong. Well, the tongue moves around the teeth and the teeth resist that movement and strengthen their attachment in the socket. How do I know this? Because again, these 25, 30 year old horses come to me with razor sharp edges that never been floated. And I'll go in and start to rasp their teeth and they all rattle. They're Ew. just rattling around in there. Yeah. And I'll just knock off the edges, do a, half a job just to make them comfortable. And I'll come back in three months and finish the job. And the teeth are now firmly solid in their sockets in that quick amount of time. It's fascinating to watch. So the health of the mouth is dependent on, one, the movement of the jaw so it puts the right pressure on the teeth. And two, the movement of the tongue to circulate and get around and get the teeth healthy. I've seen gum disease in horses that when you take away the sharp edges, the tongue and the saliva cure the uh, gum disease within three to six months. It's just virtually gone. And I find that horses that are routinely taken care of at least once a year, and if you're competing twice a year to keep them in the maintenance mode, those horses don't get gum disease. They don't get fractured teeth. And it's just an amazing change for these horses. So I'm so, curious. Um if we could pause here for a minute, you mentioned that the tongue helps to clean 
the mouth. Could you expand on that and what that exactly means? I find that when I first go into a horse's mouth to look around, feel, uh, they'll have hay packed up in some areas. Uh, some of them way in the very back into a small golf ball sized ball that's just sitting there and can't be cleared. And once I take all the restrictions, blockages, pain points away from the horse, the tongue can now move more effectively in the mouth and keep all the, 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 the bits of hay and grass are completely gone. So that's why I like to, uh, I don't like to automatically flush out a horse's mouth and then examine, I think where the food is and how much he's packing is an important part of the exam that nobody talks about. So, so, yeah. so the horse doesn't, doesn't have the ability to get a toothpick. So he's got to use his tongue to get those little slivers of popcorn skins out from behind his teeth. <laughs> yeah, actually the gum connections, to the teeth will improve. So you don't get those little slivers in there. It's pretty rare. Yes, they can have spaces between the teeth and food can get trapped in there. And that's a whole different subject. But for the majority of horses, Taking away the pain points, you'd be amazed. You can touch your, the tip of your tongue to every part of your mouth right now. And I know you guys listening are doing that right now. Well, so can the horse. Their tongue is so movable in the mouth. They can clean everywhere in there. And if they can't move because it hurts, I hope your microphone can pick this up. <laughs> so as a horse owner... Obviously, we need to have a qualified uh, person look at our horse's teeth at least once a year to make sure everything is cool in there. Are there other things that we should either do or watch for besides that? Feed as much forage as you can and have somebody look at the teeth. Unfortunately, not all equine dentists, whether they're veterinarians or not, um, go all the way back and get everything. We're all good at some things and other things we may not be that good at. And I find that um, filing the teeth, what I call floating and what the equine veterinarians are now calling odontoplasty. Um, <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's an art form and not everybody paints the same picture or plays the same music. So you have to be diligent and find somebody who makes sure they address every point on that horse's a mouth, make sure they get the very last upper cheek teeth, which are very hard because they curve in and they curve up and they hide back there from a, a straight float blade. Uh, but that's, I've, you know, I've done so many, I can get back there and I get them all. But you know what's fascinating, Jennifer, is once you pull out these sharp edges, the horse's head almost falls to the ground. Their tongue starts moving. They look like you know, I wanted to kill you when you first came in, but right now you're my best friend I've ever had. The transition, the paradigm shift is mind-blowing and addicting. That's it, why I keep doing it. it. It is very interesting to watch the horse's face because in case you haven't guessed yet, Dr. Tucker does take care of the mouth health of our two horses. It is amazing <laughs> to me to watch, especially for a horse that you've not met before. You know, they give you the wide-eyed, oh, my goodness, there's the veterinarian looking. By the time you've been there for 15 minutes, they're going, hey, dude, where's a good place for burgers? <laughs> now, now, I'll let your, your, your audience know that there is a downside to floating the teeth. Uh-oh. And, okay, this is this, you know, skunk in the woodpile thing, right? Well, 
now the no horse knows what normal is. And for some of those sensitive horses, at three to four to five months, they're looking at their watch and, and tapping their toe and saying, hey, call that guy, would you? I'm, I'm getting <laughs> a sharp edge over here. I think it's going to be coming in any minute. Yes, I see. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like me pulling all the pebbles out of your shoes. And now a grain of sand gets in there and they say, oh, my God, the world is, is ending as I know it. And uh, <laughs> it's, it just happens. But if you're competing, if you're spending time and money taking your horse to be the best it can be over jumps or around barrels to be the fastest around the track. If they are focusing on their teeth because they hurt, you can't get 100% out of your horse. It's no different than a saddle fit or, or bad shoeing. You have to make sure that it gets done right. Take that cause of pain away. And not only will they perform better, your, your investment's going to be better. And the health of the horse's mouth is going to be peaked. There you so. go. Now, one final question. I always ask one question too many. I apologize to everyone in advance. So, with, <laughs> Wait with a minute. dogs, cats, humans like. <laughs> get their teeth brushed, right? That's the big thing now. Your dog and your cat have to get their teeth brushed too. Why is it that horses don't need to have their teeth brushed? Because uh, their teeth are continually erupting. Throughout oh, their life. Oh, I never even thought about that. So the connection is different than in a dog or cat. And uh, the food is different. They are true uh, herbivores, or if you want, vegetarians, where the others are carnivores. And, yeah, it all depends on what you're feeding. I, yeah, I I, I'm guessing just from the tone of the conversation that a, the more processed the higher percentage of processed food stuffs that the horse eats, the more likely decay. the more decay the more likely it is that you're going to have yep. tooth, tooth issues associated with the chemical balance inside their mouth because nature didn't make their mouth to deal with processed food stuffs. It made their mouth to deal with forage food stuffs. Am I kind of yeah, on the right track one, here? Yeah, I think uh, I didn't see any decay back in the seventies and eighties. Um, and fractured cheek teeth, although it may have been occurring, it just wasn't in the textbooks yet. And there's another disease of the front nipper teeth, the incisor teeth, called EOTRH, which is short for a long bunch of words. Uh, and the front teeth start to become decayed and fall out because the bone underneath them is being destroyed. And that was not in the textbooks in the 1980s. And that's a whole nother subject. Oh, we'll touch on that one another time. That's, that's, I've heard of it before and it's ooey gooey. So we'll, we'll quit with this. So for people who want to learn more about um, how horses' teeth are floated, why they get floated, more about mouth health, et cetera, uh, where can they find you on the web? Uh, the Horses Advocate is a great resource, but there's another resource just for dentistry, and that's horsemanshipdentistry.com. And there you can have all the frequently asked questions. Um, there's there's just so much information I've got. It's just scattered everywhere. Oh, and I also have a introduction to dentistry course at the Horses Advocate, which you can take and learn that, all the ins and outs that'd be for handy. horse owners. Well, that's useful yeah. because the more the horse owner understands about the process and the reason things happen the way they happen or don't happen the way they don't happen, um, the mm -hmm. better ability we have to make sure the professionals we hire are doing the best job for our horses. Well, one last thing. There is very little science behind equine dentistry. 
Science requires uh, controlled studies uh, through randomized, blind, uh, placebo-controlled, uh, good scientific research, and it takes money, and there is no money in equine dentistry. No. It's almost everything. <laughs> almost until, everything until, they, until they create equine toothpaste, there will be no money in it. So there's a job oh, for yeah. you. Invent to equine toothpaste. It's, alf- it's alfalfa-flavored. Uh, yeah. And I have equine dental floss. Um, <laughs> it kind of looks like bailing twine, but don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Well, thank you once again, Dr. Tucker, for both informing and entertaining us. I will put those links in the show notes on the Horse Tip Daily webpage, or you can just go to your web browser and search for Dr. Jeff Tucker, the horse's advocate, or what's the third one? Equine dentistry. Um, uh, horsemanship dentistry. Horsemanship dentistry. There you go. And that wraps it up for today. If you haven't done so, done so already, please head on over to your app store and search Horse Radio Network and download the free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or your Android. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <music> <laughs>